Today on Never the Empty Nest, we are talking about childhood crushes. Who was yours? Like a sparrow building shelter with branches for its young. My mother built a nest with love for her little ones. My grandfather told her, doesn't matter what you have. The only thing you need for life is each other's helping hands. Never the empty nest, my mother always says. Spread your wings and fly, you can always come back to rest. Never the empty nest, my mother always says. Wherever you may go to grow, this will always be your home. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Never the Empty Nest. And this week, as promised, we're going to be talking about co-education and also some community. Hi, Nico. Hi. I'm going to let you kick us off because you were talking before we got on here about community and how important it is and like when Joaquin was in the hospital for anyone who heard the last episode. Yeah. Um, But you were also like having an issue with Lily at the hospital about like co-ed stuff and you brought it up and then the social worker from the hospital gave you some fun tips. So it was so tell that nice. story because it's so cute. It yeah. was so cute. I, I have to remember his name. I have to get his name from the hospital. I'm going to have to call and ask because he was he's so nice. You know, the social worker goes in and they have to go and check on the family and ask, you know. Yeah. And yeah. anyway, he was we I don't know how it got into conversation, but I was talking about how I just found out that my daughter, who's seven, uh, has was talking about crush. I have a crush on this person. like, And I didn't even know this. I found out. Like, what does that mean? Like, what was she saying? Okay, hold on. First of all, I hear it from Lily's best friend's mom, Laura, who's oh. babysitting Lily while we were in the hospital and sends me oh this my. text of like, oh, my God, they're having this big conversation, spilling all the tea about who's got a crush on who. <laughs> Like this one. And I remember um, one of her other little buddies the week before. And hang on, Lily is seven. Seven and a half. She'll be eight, you know, in February. But yeah, second grade. Anyways, I remember like a few weeks ago, um, another mom was telling me like, uh, was like, oh my God, you know, my daughter has a crush in the class. And in my brain, I was like, oh my God, what is this happening already? Like that's that's very early, and I, I didn't make a thing of it. And then the daughter got yeah. embarrassed, and so when Laura sent this to me when I was in the hospital with Joaquim, I was not ready for it. I was like, "Wait, what?" And she's like, "Apparently, Lily has a crush on so and so, and and this other person has a crush on so and so." And she's she goes right now. He's she's writing him a, a card, and I was like, "What?" I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" Like out of the blue, yeah. And then, so that night we FaceTimed because I was in the, still in the hospital with Joaquim and, and I talked to Lily and the first thing she tells me is like, hi, mom, I don't know if daddy's told you, but I have a crush on so-and-so. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, what does that mean to you? What, is that, what, what do you mean a crush? Because I wanted to see what she understood of like, is this yeah, just that something that, that other kids are talking? I know it's just something that she's hearing because she has never, ever talked about yeah. boys in that way so i was like someone no, said it's something totally something yeah, yeah. someone says something. so apparently i won't say her name there's a new girl in the class who's um very 
um, precocious. Yes, I was gonna say precoz. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, is talking about this kid being hot, and I love this person. Hot. Yes, which I thought that was just too much. I'm like, who? That's a lot. That's a lot. That's something she's heard something on television or someone talking about it. Maybe she has older siblings. She probably has. You older know, siblings. she probably has older mm-hmm. siblings. They hear yeah. it. Yeah. Anyways, I was like, no, no, no. I was like, I went to all girls <laughs> school. I am not prepared for this. We, I didn't think about a boy until I don't know what I was like, eleven or twelve. I, I was gonna say fourteen, but sure, eleven. I, I remember in drama camp. I think I was like twelve, oh. and there was like a okay, boy yeah. that I thought was mm-hmm. like. I think that's where it started. Nicholas. Yeah, Nicholas. Was that his name? Was that his I name? Think his name was Nicholas, with no. the mushroom cut. Oh my God. Why do you remember that, you weirdo? <laughs> that was another guy. That was another another year of drama camp because, you know, I did it. Uh, well, the a year I times. went with you. Yeah. Yeah. But before that, that was after. Before, okay. I think it was, I think his name was Josh or something. I, I don't know. And they like tied I our shoelaces. We that. were talking and they tied our shoelaces together. And they thought, oh was, my Lord. Yeah. But I was 12, not seven. Yeah. Anyways, I had a fit, but like an internal one. And but then at the same time, I was like, okay, let's just let it go. You're not used to it because you went to all girl, but this probably happens a lot at this age and like co ed, you know, situations. Yeah. I don't want to make a big deal of it because then she'll either like get more like into it mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. just. Anyways, I said, okay, I'm just going to let it go for now, but I need to know. And so I was talking about, I don't know how it came up, but I literally just went on a rant to the social worker. <laughs> And he was I like, love it. Joaquim's like being transfused. Yeah. You're like, great. But my daughter has a crush. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he was like, mm-hmm. I said, so I don't know what to do. He's like, oh, I really can't help you with that. But you know what? And he's like, but it, you know, it sounds like you're, you know, you're, you're like thinking about it in the right way. I mean, you know what? If I have a minute, maybe I'll look into it and see if I come up with something. And I was like, you really don't have to. This is so not your problem. And it's not even (laughs) it's not even like concerning my child who's in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Hours later, he comes back with this, this stapled New York Times article. Oh, with highlights. He highlighted and circled. That's the sweetest thing ever. Certain things, which means he read the whole thing. And of course. Yeah. And uh, he's like, you know, I read some stuff and I didn't agree with some of the art, but this one was pretty good. And I, I highlighted what I thought could help maybe help you. And so it was actually, it's, adorable. it's first of all, yes. And speaking of community, like it's just so nice when you, when you, and I just met this person. So it doesn't have to be yeah. someone you've known forever. It's just like, yeah, just basic human decency i don't know like just helping someone (laughs) being Mm -hmm. a good samaritan i don't know anyways i i i was in all the craziness of joaquim i have been very grateful to have great communities and like different like i joined a running group because i'm training for a half marathon and that's been really fun and really great like a great group of supporters and people to you know and that's been a really nice thing and then i I have these amazing Lily's best friend. Her parents are friends. Like, they're just so great. They picked up Lily from school. They had her yeah. over through, you know, till like eight o'clock they told at night. Me she had a crush. And they told me all the, the gossip. I was just so grateful. The school has been so supportive yeah. and his teachers email me constantly. And what can we do? And please let us know what we can do. And, and so I was just very grateful that at least we have, and you know, the community of, within the hospital, like his, hematologist and the 
all the doctors and they all love him because of course he's like the sweetest oh, little he's a, yeah he's a cream puff you know i know and so it's just like with his giant eyelashes oh my god which the the woman the the adorable older woman who comes every day and like asks for your menu for like what's for lunch and dinner at the hospital because mm -hmm. you know we're sleeping there and stuff she's like look at his eyelashes oh my <laughs> yeah. god i was like i know it's yeah. literally like the first thing people realize like oh yeah. he's so shy and sweet and oh my god the eyelashes yeah 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 then i was like we should talk about this in the nest because it's so important to choose yeah. nests out there um, yeah. in your community that... Or to be open to them. It's important. Mm -hmm. And I think that people, we have lost that yeah. in modern times. Like the whole neighbor thing. Modern or, times. Yes, modern times. Um, <laughs> yes, and I'm speaking like Julia Child. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> maybe because I saw Julia, by the way. It's so good. You told yeah, me to watch it. Yeah, the show, it's so good. You told me I to watch it. I want to go back for a moment after you give your spiel on community, which you should. Yeah. But I want to go back a moment. Well, I'm pretty much on... done. I mean, I was just saying oh, I was okay. grateful for community. Like, get community people. Yeah. Um, I also, I just want to know, like, so what do you do with the crush situation? Okay, well, I'm going to read a couple things here because okay. I, the things that he circled are like, believe them, validate them. For them, it's real and it's okay. Yeah, okay. I'm trying to think of oh, because they talk about like how the parents were always freaking out and and mm -hmm. like this doctor hold on said, "Do children really fall in love?" Amanda Rose, a professor of psychology at University of Missouri, who focuses on friendships and peer relationships in childhood and adolescence. Whatever she does, a bunch of research on romantic interests in children as young as third grade. But I was like, mine's in second grade, man. <laughs> <laughs> she said what we're capturing with the younger kids is just probably crushes and you know that we you know many adults recall infatuations at these young ages i don't but apparently no, apparently well, there was no one around to crush on. right exactly <laughs> but she said dr rose likens young kids crushes to other types of pretend play like playing mm -hmm. house and ambulance and it's a kind yes. it's a kind of practice that's interesting and i think that's true yeah and so that made me feel better and um mm -hmm. and i was like you know what it's true it's a it should be a natural thing yeah what did it say oh uh appropriately allow our kid this normal thing is challenging because it does dip into our fears as parents right but love yeah, and romance can be for anyone and then it talks about for everyone even the seven yeah but it, oh my god what was it oh validate them uh there's a writer on sex education who often speaks in schools i've uh and you know he talks about how parents are always cringing and this and that oh my god what did he say i'm trying to look for it you can say whatever you're gonna say because you were gonna i i interrupted you while i look for this yeah i was just going to say that it's it really is about their idea of things and also how you explain things because taika the other day who was like i i want to get married and oh I yeah was like, oh yeah. yeah and and i'm like i'm like yeah and this is what's funny because i had explained marriage and i was like i wonder if this yeah. is about how i explained marriage and uh, he was like i was like who do you want to marry he's like Poppy and Stormcloud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so th yeah, that happens his, all the his time. Dad yeah. and Stormcloud, <laughs> which is adorable. That is adorable. <laughs> I told them, I don't know. Among the things I said is like someone who is very, very special to you that you want to live with forever, and that you you work with together on all happy things and problems and all kinds. Of, and apparently, that's Dad and Stormcloud, <laughs> which is adorable. 
but he he keeps saying it and i'm like what am i a chopped liver don't let that you know like uh, that cliche about boys wanting to marry their mom not me mine wants to marry um well i i was in the hospital with him we take turns jonathan and i and then like when i'm there he's like when's daddy coming daddy's more fun and they they really connect a lot they're really really bond a lot because they're very similar in personality and temperament and all that and he's just he's very engaged in like the boy playing thing which i I, am not great at um but i'm like hello uh, and then I he gets there and we switch and I was like, well, I'll stay a little longer before picking up Lily. He's like, you can just go pick up Lily. And I was like, oh, OK, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> but you know what? And I was thinking about this a lot about the unfairness of when there is an absolute constant, like an absolute all the time. And a lot of the times this is moms and grandmas, yes. because I was thinking about this, like my grandmother versus my grandfather, for example. My grandmother like was always there and like she would wake up in the middle of the night when i was awake and play little trucks with me and she was just like she was like constantly 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 there mm-hmm. she was cooking she was this it was so it was like when the when the grandfather comes home when papang would come home it was like let's bake let's do this let's do that and it was very like special moments so i feel like kids sometimes they're like oh those are so fun not enough um i don't know like i think not until you're older do you appreciate the like very real thick deep and rich love of the consistency that isn't like full of you know spurts and excitement and like this and that it's just like hey i'm here i'm always here so he's (laughs) just like whatever this lady's always here yeah and literally wipes my butt and cooks and cleans up and picks me up and drops me off yeah. and does all the things yeah. and yeah. so I think that is yeah. like just more fun and like you know although he's here a lot and, and very engaged no, but it's a different dynamic and it's a different thing like the other night uh, I said who do you want to sleep with you at the hospital today do you want mommy or mm-hmm. daddy and he's like no I want mommy so I was like yes, yes. It's the little wins. Why are we so competitive with that yesterday my kids I'm really were like, not usually but I was like so upset by that other thing that I was like well, I felt hurt yesterday because I always sleep with them. <laughs> and yesterday, um, they were both like literally ran out of the room to dad's bed. I also know why this has been happening and it's important. And Taika's like, I want to sleep with Bobby. I want to sleep with Bobby. He's the one who's verbalizing. The one just ran over there and like got on top of him and like, <laughs> you know. Uh, and I was like, great. So, and the reason why I do, I say this is because right now we like hop around rooms. Yes, like yes. We're we all switch. in the same bed. Yeah, it's back and forth. Usually we all start in the same bed and then two of us move. <laughs> but yesterday in the move, all of them wanted to go. And I was like, thanks a lot for leaving me alone, everybody. It's really nice. And I felt horrible and I didn't like it. But something else happened that I think is why this is happening. So Taika tells me, hey, he's like, um, mommy, you know, sometimes I don't like it so much when when I am with Sodi, who is the person who takes care of him right now during the day, um, so long. Like when you work too long. And I'm like, oh God. He's, he said this to you? Yeah. Right, right, yeah. So, and I was like, you don't like it when I work too long? He's like, no, I like it when you work short. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. So I think because I've been like 
on book tour essentially mm-hmm. for what the bread says and have been like constantly moving and working it it's they're kind of like um nanny nanny boo boo go away mm-hmm. huh, like mm-hmm. doing that thing and um i'm like okay well i have to grapple with this yeah and then speaking of nanny nanny something that came up speaking of but going back to Coen was today at Taika's occupational therapist we were playing something and then he goes I I did something with like a dark game and he was like nanny 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 and he never does that and I was like oh that's not nice that's not very sportsman like yeah (laughs) I get happy when you win yeah and like we went through this whole thing and he was and the lady was like the the occupational therapist was like ask him if that has happened at school recently Mm. and I was like oh so I asked him and he was like yeah and I was like, oh, who? And he was like, well, and I'm not going to say her name, right. but Jay. And I was like, oh. And then, of course, my brain goes on fire because here's what I know. Jay is a girl who last year, they were the best of friends in the world. Mm-hmm. They were like all over each other that the teachers had to separate them because they would kiss each other all the time. <laughs> like on every, on the face, the shoulder, like they were just like love, 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 yummy, yums, right? And like I had gone to their little concert once and she was sitting next to him and was like, Teka, he wouldn't play the the maracas. And she was like, play the maracas. <laughs> so like she, they were very close. Mm-hmm. And the mom saw me at a party and was like, oh, I was speaking to Jay. And she was she said that um, I was like, oh, are you hanging out with Teka that much? Because I guess his name wasn't coming up as often. Mm-hmm. And girls talk a lot. And so she was like, well, he's hanging out with F and C boys, mm-hmm. these two boys. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. I let him, which I think <laughs> is adorable. I let him. I let him, which is adorable, but was also showing me that like she was also like, yeah, he's doing that. Then Taika starts coming home telling me that Jay has been saying things. Mm. And I'm like, oh, Jay is sad. And acting out in reverse, you know? Right. So now Jay is doing all this stuff like no boys allowed, no this. And now there's this like no girls allowed from the boys and no boys allowed from the girls. And I'm like, what are you, what is happening? Yeah. And they've split up into into camps. And I'm like, well, then why don't they just go to freaking single sex schools? I know. <laughs> they just split themselves up anyway. You know what I mean? But anyway, whatever. The point is, I and we went to All Girls, which was the best. Our um, whole lives, like pre-K three yeah. to uh, the first boy in my class was in college. Yes, exactly. Me too. And so it was like, I'm like, what is happening? And what do you do about all this? Like, I would love to, to hear from out? our listeners whose kids go to co-ed or who if they themselves went to co-ed schools. Yeah. Like what? how how early did it start was it normal does it does it fizzle but like oh you know what i found really interesting with this article that this nice social worker sent me <laughs> or gave gave me was that this doctor was looking into like the way dutch in the netherlands how they oh my god jay is jay is dutch really well she yeah. well she's the american like the way we do it is it says that's in contrast to what i've observed of the Dutch approach to sex education, which emphasizes healthy relationships and normalizes early flutterings of children's hearts. Great. And she said when she discovered, or he or she, I don't remember, discovered uh, 
school sex ed in the Netherlands, one of the world's most sexually healthy and gender equal countries. I found that Dutch speakers use the term, uh, I can't pronounce it, verlifizijn, I don't know, <laughs> being in love with equal cre uh, credence uh, for children, teenagers, and adults. And for Americans, being in love is usually like, you know, older teenagers, adults. Yeah. And that, and that we trivialize uh, young love, like, you know, boy, crazy puppy love, all these words for younger kids. And I thought that was interesting. Maybe I should have Jay's mom on our show. Maybe. To talk about the differences. But it, they do say that it, instead of brushing aside the young children's crushes, Miss Rothman uh -huh. suggests simply reflecting back to the child that you're listening, like, oh, so you have some special feelings for this person. And like, you know, it invites the kid to open up about it and actually m have communication with you about it, you know, instead yeah. of just like, you can't. That's you're too young. But it seems like the girls are the ones having the special feelings. Is that real or not real? I would like to know. Well, they talk about how boys, th that's funny you said that, but um, okay. well, asking kids of any age about whether they have a boyfriend or girlfriend may send, oh, like don't, don't tease, don't, nothing overboard. Don't go either or, you know, yeah. like acknowledge yeah. it and like ask like age appropriate questions like, oh, how's this person doing? Do you sit by this person? La la la, so that you know they they build a trust, you know, and that you kind of make it okay as long as you see that it's not inappropriate, obviously. But um, yeah, it says that like what what did she say about American boys? It can be especially important for boys to hear that it's good to have tender-hearted feelings. Research shows that American boys want intimacy and romance at the same rate as girls, but by admitting to that, they risk being seen as unmasculine. Oh, you know, I think this is happening to, to Taika because I saw him give little kisses to her on the shoulder, which were the cutest thing in the world. They were super tender. Aww. And then this whole just boys thing is coming from one of the kids because he tells me. And now he's like going along with it. I'm like, also this like tribal, Ugh. like go along with things. It's really, I know. Oh, so annoying. I know. I know. It is so annoying. But anyway, I guess that's also part of growing up. Yeah. But I'm just like, what are you doing? I read something else too. Is like suggest trying not to lead with questions that are gender stereotyping or superficial. Yeah. Like, don't say, "Is the person is is she cute?" You know, say like, "Oh God, what do you like about the person? What do you notice about them?" And actually, I asked Lily. Oh, so when I when she said you have a crush, I said, "What does that yes, mean?" Yes, please explain. Yeah, okay. and she's like, "I love him," and I was like, "Oh, oh." <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And that's a lot. But, the, but I guess she feels that. The and by the way, and then I said, well, of course you love been friends with him since you were three. And he's okay. And okay. You love bleep. Oh, yeah. I love bleep. Although in this, in this case, I don't think it's a big deal. But yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I love this person. And the card says, bleep from Lily, I love you with hearts everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, well, this person, of course you love them because they're so kind. Yeah. And they're you're a, a real friend. Oh, it's so cute you know, that it's that person. And I, said, I also love that person. Yeah, yeah. Well, adorable and super sweet. Yeah. And I, I got really lucky, actually, in Lily's yeah. class that boys and girls, like there's been a little drama here and there, but the people that made the drama are not there anymore. And it's almost always like no drama and everyone's very respectful and adorable and it's just I, I'm yeah. very lucky 
But I, yeah, I thought it was really cute. And I said, oh, okay. And then... Um, Wait, has she, has she given she, bleep Okay, so I asked. So I'm glad. I, I asked without even reading this thing. I said, okay, I had a couple like, I'm being mom right now. I'm like, oh, I had the instinct. <laughs> Did you give you the card to this person? And she's like, yeah, he really liked it. <laughs> and his favorite so part cute. was my heart stamps. And I was <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. I mean, it's innocent and adorable, and it's like I—I I was more calm, you know. <laughs> I, I just don't want it to escalate to like, uh, like this other kid who's like, this person's hot. I want to kiss them. Like, apparently, this little other little girl says things like this, and I'm like, okay, that's see, that's like a little much for him. But but even this article says like the holding hands, it's all very natural, yeah. And you have to kind of yeah. let it do its course, run its course, and. They, it yeah. fizzles and then they learn, but it's like an early, like, I like how they called it like pretend play and a type of practice. And then I started thinking maybe they're watching because my kids, by the way, guys are obsessed with Father of the Bride and Father of the Bride Part 2 with Steve Martin, uh -huh. the old school one. Well, not yeah. the old, old 50s one, the you know, the Steve yeah, Martin yeah. ones, uh, because in the summertime we watched it at mom's and then they loved it. So maybe it's really in Lily's brain right now, the whole marriage thing. I don't know. She loves to watch it. She's also super obsessed with like having babies in the future, having babies. Yeah, I know. She wants to have like 10. Yeah, she's she's obsessed with that. I was not prepared for this <laughs> at such an early age. I was really distraught about it while in the hospital with Joaquim. And I was like, what am I? So I'm so grateful for this young man, I wish I knew his name. Now I have to call the hospital and ask. Yeah. Now, even after reading this, it makes me feel better. Now I know more or less like how to handle it and that it's okay and that it happens as long as it's not like inappropriate sexually, you know. Right. Um, it's a natural development thing. What can we say? Love is in the air. We're just not used to it because we went to all, all girls school. Yeah. And I, I just don't remember even, I don't know. Like yeah, I don't I don't remember even caring until I was like eleven, twelve. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that's when you go to girl board parties and they're around. And you're like, oh, there's right. You know, like I think what's sixth grade because that's when you start going to those parties, like the DJ and then like the games. Yeah, you're like he's cute. Did you ever do like yeah. the circle of people and then with a tie you you put you put the tie around the guy you want to dance with and you pull him in no, towards you? Not. Okay, no, yeah, we did no, that. No, no, no. <laughs> Nope. I mean, we played spin the bottle. See, I did not do that. Okay. Yeah, different, different classes, yeah. different people. Well, I think that's our show today. Just love. And community. Love and community. Yeah. That's it. That's what we got for you today. We will, I mean, I'm going to talk about how they do it in the Netherlands. I'm going to talk to my friend. Yeah. Um, and in the meantime, we will uh, catch you next time on another episode of Never the Empty Nest. Ciao. Ciao. All of your success, she says, all the great things ahead. I'll be here when it's time to see you again. And if you fall, she says, if someone breaks your heart, I'll mend your wounds in this nest of ours till you're ready to depart.